Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our week nine Joy Journal call. Right before we started the recording, Rebecca and I were talking, and we missed you guys last week. Hopefully, everyone had a wonderful Fourth of July holiday. Rebecca, you were out of town, it sounds like, at a family reunion. Um, Was that over the fourth? Yes, it was right before the 4th, and it was great. And for the 4th of July, I just um, moved up to Portland a year ago, and I live in this neighborhood that does the 4th upright. There was a fireworks in our cul-de-sac. There was a, the fire engine shows up and takes the little kids on a parade through the neighborhood. A neighbor uh-huh. who used to play, yeah, and used to play in the Moody Blues. He has an outdoor concert. I mean, there was and a potluck. There was one wonderful thing after another. I just love my new neighborhood. Oh, I love that. Well, and that's kind of funny. You and I are very similar in that, in that this is my first uh, 4th of July living in Illinois. So they, we went down to the park, the downtown, quote unquote, downtown big park and did a barbecue and invited all our, our friends out. And they had all these um, really fun things for the kids and bands playing. They had some country singer who actually has songs out in the radio come and do a concert, which I wasn't <laughs> expecting. I wasn't expecting it to be someone like really uh, famous you know, or famous-ish, I guess, to be doing that. So that was really cool. And then I got to see fireworks as well at the airport. That's where they do the fireworks out there. So we both had our first time, first time July 4th in our new locations. Were you happy? Did you enjoy it? Are you glad you've moved up there? I, I was. It is really fun. You know, I'm used to um, July 4th in Washington, D.C. So as you can imagine, that's a, a pretty big uh, July 4th celebration. But it's also a lot of crowds, like thousands and thousands of people. It's a little bit overwhelming as well, just oh. with the sheer number of people. So I absolutely love this. Like, I was ready to leave for the fireworks at 6 p.m. And Mike's like, uh, I, I think we can probably wait till about 8.30. And I'm like, well, they start at 9.15. And he's like, yeah, you're right. We could probably leave at about 8.45. And I'm like, <laughs> really? <laughs> so, uh, so I actually really enjoyed that. Like I got to have all of the festivities with not the same um, – you know, throngs of people. So, yeah, I actually loved it. <laughs> I, I didn't even think about that. Of course, of course, the 4th of July is huge in Washington, D.C. Yeah. yeah, it's super fun, but also just, you know, it's a day to just go see the fireworks and stuff. So it was a great July 4th. But, but I missed everyone because I was like, well, I could, you know, definitely um, missing the call and really, really enjoying two weeks with Act As If, and I actually really found that I used that second week to um, really spruce up my Act As If environment, and then uh, Rebecca and I were talking, or Rebecca was commenting right before we started the recording, that you've already started doing the visualization, and I think these two, Rebecca, the Joy Journal, 
just the flow from act as if into visualization is a brilliant flow for keeping our vibe yes. high and attracting things into our life. It is. And there's a reason that Joy Journal is set up in the order that it's set up. And that act as if is kind of a visceral experience. Like I did my um, experiment, like if I'm happy, you know, unfortunately I am most of the time, but, you know, let me act as if I'm happy with myself and with my life. And from that place of happy, you know, what do I wear? What do I eat? How do I exercise? How do I interact with people? How do I feel about my day? And it was such an eye opener. I just found that I approached the whole the whole week, so much lighter, less ruminating, less worrying. And I just, and I was more in now mode too. I was just in this happy, beautiful now mode going from one activity to the next. So that was really beautiful. I loved it. It was really fun to, to do that. We have, um, so Tasha is mentioning in chat. I just want to make sure, can everyone in chat, Harris, could you, could you uh, put a message in chat if you are able to hear us in chat? No one's typing anything, which is not a good sign. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, sounds like something happened to audio. Well, you okay. are so good at talk Karen. show. Talk show. Do you know how to fix it? <laughs> well, it sounds like um, everyone in chat is. I'm, I'm getting your messages. Thank you, everyone. Okay, they can hear us. So, Tasha, it could be. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if this is if you're kind of new to talk show, but there's all kinds of fun stuff with chat, like making sure your computer volume's up and all kinds of different stuff. So, if anybody, oh, okay. if anybody else has um, tips for Miss Tasha, feel free to type them into chat for her to read it because I know that this has happened before where people can't hear and then somebody's like, hey, make sure you do this. And people are like, oh, okay, that works. Um, but it should, it sounds like everyone in chat, everyone else in chat can hear that. And thank you, Tasha, for dialing in so that you don't miss any of this. Yeah, I can hear on the phone. I just can't hear anymore on the computer. I don't know what happened. It was working fine. Yeah, I'm not sure either why that would happen. Oh, well. All right. Well, let us jump in. So um, we are going to talk today about visualization. Uh, there are two videos circulating out there, a short one and a long one of Rebecca doing that. I think all of the latest links have, Rebecca, your more, a slightly more detailed video on visualization. But before we do that, let's take um, a little bit of sharing from you. You've heard a little bit from Rebecca and I about Act As If. I've been sharing also in the Facebook group. But I am curious, um, what was your experience this past two weeks as you played with Act As If? And did anyone do any of the changes in your environment to mm-hmm. match your new story? And I'd just be curious to hear about that. I know there's been a lot of sharing in Facebook. It sounds like people had a lot of fun with this. And of course, oh, I, want, chat, I want to hear about that, too, because I think that's one of your brilliant ideas, Amina, is that you change your physical environment as if you're already there. You know, we talked about somebody having their office where they had their bestsellers and a frame up on the wall, and they don't have those bestsellers yet. Or changing your pantry to reflect the, you know, the healthy attitude that you have. I would love to hear if people really did not just that mental act as if like I did, but did they do the physical act as if? 
Hey, this is one of the Leslies. Can are you ready for me? <laughs> Go for it. Well, I I have kind of a short story, but I really want to share it because it happened this morning. So we are in this lovely, lovely, lovely rental, and our homeowner is going to be he's overseas and he's going to be coming back. We're looking for houses, and we just can't find anything that feels right. And we have some time, but still, it's just you know just hanging over us. And I had the thought um, a couple of days ago, I'm like, well, I'm just going to act as if I'm going to live here anyway because it's not doing me any good to go out. And I don't even think I did anything. I might have, like, cleaned something that needed to be cleaned, you know? <laughs> and like morning, it's your house. <laughs> right, <laughs> the right. you would do if yeah. you owned it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this morning we got an email that he's going to be overseas a lot longer. And we have until spring of 2018. <laughs> And he's really chill, and he's just like, stay as long as you like, and then, you know, and if you need to move, I understand, and, you know, we won't worry about when you leave. So we have no pressure, like we're not signing in the lease or anything like that. So, yeah, so that's all I did was move a couple of things around acting as if. (laughs) Wow, so great. You know what I love about that, Leslie? You didn't put a ton of effort into your acting as if. Right? It wasn't. It didn't sound like you stressed out about. Oh, I have to act as if 100 percent and act as if perfectly or anything. You're like, I'm just gonna <clears throat> set the intention. I'm gonna act as if. Did a few action steps, and it's like, boom, just totally worked out. And the thing you were most concerned about was the pressure of having to find something else. And you even took all that out. Like you, if you find the perfect place tomorrow. You can still go, right? And if you want right. to stay till spring 2018, or who knows, if you keep acting as if maybe longer, that's an option too. So that the the thing that this is what I think is so amazing about some of these principles, the thing that was bothering you the most is the actual need that you had. That's what got mm-hmm. resolved. Because you can right. still, you know, if 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 some place you saw that you ended up loving, or you know, through a series of events, you find something else that works too. Right. Yeah, we're going to act what I really want um, is the potential to be able to buy this house. Because we've offered, he's like, we don't really want to do that. So that's, we don't necessarily want this to be our house, but I want that option. So that's what I'm working Mm. on. So you guys can all put your um, juju on that. And (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to being a homeowner, Leslie. sharing, Leslie. And we have in chat, uh, Karen, I bought a lot of organic veggies and fruit, and I threw away some food that I'm trying to avoid. So you created your your food space, whether it's your pantry or kitchen, uh, to match your healthy act as if, but is really true persona. Karen, you, I know Karen has some, she shared on Facebook too, she had some health wins, uh, some real life wins this week as part of her act as if. This has been so powerful to read this. And Karen, did you notice that when you changed your pantry acting as if you were already in this healthy place, it was different than the acting out of shame, you know, the Mm. I'm so fat, I'm so unhealthy, I have to go in and throw the food away. 
you know, what a different lightness you took with you on that activity. And I think that makes a big difference. Karen is saying yes. She's giving you a, a yes exclamation. That she knows I can about. see you nodding from here, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> and she says it was fun to do. Yeah. Uh, Zanya talked about uh, her act as if was being a successful blogger, and she felt like this past two weeks that she really felt like that was true, like she actually was a successful blogger. And I'd love for you, Zanya, to share if you did anything different or, you know, what what changed for you as you uh, took on the persona of a successful blogger. I had some fun, too, and I don't know if you saw that, Rebecca, on Facebook, but I went in there and started commenting on people's act as if as if it was true. So oh yeah. Zanya, so I saw Zanya's award for her blog. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on your blog award, Zanya. <laughs> <laughs> so Leslie is um sharing also. She talked about how much she loved her job to anyone who would listen and posted almost I don't know if it was daily Leslie. It felt like it was Pretty day, pretty regularly, if not daily. Um, and she walked into the office with a huge grin and a big hello. So Leslie is loving oh. up on her job, which is probably going to bring you right close to retirement, right there, Leslie. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> awesome. And did I tell you the neat experience I had with my son in the car? I discovered that's a great place to play act as if, if you're out for a walk or you're with someone you trust. So I was with my son and I explained to him about how we're playing the act as if game. And he really wants to, he has some um, medical challenges and he really wants to have a thriving life. So just for that, you know, half hour while we were driving in the car, I interviewed him about his thriving life. You know, hey, so tell me, I, you sound so happy, and you mentioned that you're, you're feeling so much better and your life is really good. Tell me about that. What's your day like? What's your food like? What's your friends like? And he spent a, a half hour describing his thriving life, and at the end of it, he said, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know that I wanted all that. But it was a really fun way of, you know, getting out of your own way to get in touch with what it is that you really would like to have happen, what you'd really like to experience in your life. It was beautiful. That's amazing. It's, this is a really fun game. So after you posted that, Rebecca, I did it with my niece and nephew both down in um, Houston. And then this weekend, I took my nephew to go see the Harlem Globetrotters as part of his birthday present. And when we met the Globetrotters, I, um, <laughs> he, he was a little less into the act as if when we got out in public, but I, of course, was not. So when we met, he took the Globetrotters. We got their picture taken with them, and then I asked them if they wanted me to send them the picture because he was going to be a famous NBA star, or that he is a famous NBA star. Oh, and yeah. I was like, I was like, do you want me to text this picture to you? And they, you know, of course they all laughed because they thought it was cute or whatever. And um, so I, I played out his act as if because that's his big thing that he wants to do. So uh, it is really fun to do this with kids. This is a it great. Is great activity. So thank you for making that, that suggestion on Facebook. You definitely inspired me. I'm so glad. And, you know, just with best friends, too. You know, with one of us wants something, you can just say, hey, let's just play the act as if game for a little while. Describe it to me. Let me ask you some questions about that. Let's both hear what your answers are. Because you know that idea, which I think you're so good about, Amina, is that the answers are already within us. 
And this right. act as if allows us to access that inner wisdom. It's so true. It's so true. It's amazing. Well, so we're going to keep this going this week, really, um, and add add a the secret sauce, I'd say, maybe, to the act as if. The act as if is fantastic because it gets you in motion of something that already is. And the visualization adds all of the little pieces that maybe you can't quite act as if just right at this moment. Um, maybe you need a little more of the 3D reality to catch up with you on some parts of your act as if. And the visualization allows you to just get right into your imagination and jump into that. So uh, before we jump into the visualization, and Rebecca wanted you to talk a little bit about some of the points you shared on your video, uh, one of the things that I think is really interested about, interesting about visualization, especially when I talk to clients or when I, um, when I teach training classes, visualization is one of the things I teach in there. And one of the things I hear people say oftentimes is, um, I, I can't visualize. I close my eyes and it's just, mm-hmm. I don't see anything. It's just a black, black screen and there's nothing there to visualize. So if this is you, I just want us to do a, a really quick, to walk you all through a really quick exercise um, to show that it is possible for everybody to visualize and how we visualize may be slightly different and we may have different ways that we visualize, but the power of visualization and the outcome that you can get from visualization, even if when Rebecca closes her eyes and when I close my eyes, if we see different things or if one of us sees nothing, we still get the same outcome of visualization. Mm-hmm. So if you all will play with me, just go ahead and just take a moment, as long as you're not driving or operating any heavy machinery, just take a moment to go ahead and gently close your eyes. And I'm going to walk you through a visualization and then talk about what um, you may or may not have seen. So as you close your eyes, I want you to imagine that you're sitting in your car. And if you don't have a car, your friend's car, or a car you're familiar with. And then I want you to just reach over and open the glove compartment of the car. And once it's open, you reach in, and you are absolutely surprised that you found blank in the glove compartment. What's in the glove compartment that you are absolutely surprised that you found? So who wants to play along? Who, Rebecca, let me start with you maybe. What did you, what did you find in your glove compartment? Well, I'm so glad you're doing this because I have a hard time seeing things normally. I'm an auditory person, not a visual person. But when you walked me through this, I saw myself opening up the glove compartment and I found this beautiful silk daisy, this cheerful little silk daisy lying in there waiting for me. Okay, wonderful. So let me ask you a question since you are more auditory than visual. Did you actually see the daisy in there or do you just know that there was the daisy in there? You know, I did see the daisy. Now, normally when I play act as if I have to picture myself on the phone telling somebody about something that has happened, I usually have a hard time. But somehow when you did this, I saw myself sitting in my car and I saw my hand reaching over and opening up the glove compartment seeing the daisy and thinking, oh, my gosh, my husband left that for me. How sweet. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay, so here's one of the tricks for visualization. If you start yourself into an, in an environment that you're familiar with, like your car, that really helps. Or if you start yourself in your bedroom or your office, 
and really picture yourself there, something that you see, you already have a visual of what that's like. So if I told you you're going up on stage and you're winning an Academy Award, that's sometimes a little harder for people to picture because they don't know, like, do I come out from backstage? Do I come up from my feet? Mm. Are there stairs? How do I get on stage? So some of those times it's a little bit harder. But if I tell you you just got the call, you're sitting in your office, and you just, you, or you walked up to your mailbox, you opened your mailbox, and you got a letter that says, hey, congratulations, you've been nominated for an Oscar, or some sort of, um, you know, a, a document in a, in a place that you're familiar, sometimes that helps with your visualization. So that's one tip. For some people, they may not see anything. Did we have anyone who just, they, they didn't, it was a black screen? Because some of us are the types, I'm one of these types of visualizers, where I see everything in technicolor, there's there's sounds, there's lights, there's flashes. I see the the minutest details of every last thing in my visualization. So some people have the ability to see a visualization so much so that sometimes I get confused between reality and what I'm visualizing. So some people are like that, and other people maybe don't see anything at all. So I'm just curious if there's anybody in chat or anybody on the phone that had um, that kind of a situation. I'm loving chat. Karen saw a stack of $100 bills. Nice. <laughs> I'll be right over. <laughs> exactly. Unless you robbed a bank, and then I'm running the other way. <laughs> Anyone have a, a black screen? All right, so if you do, for those of you listening to recording, if you do get just a black screen, if you can answer what was in the glove, glove compartment, you may know intuitively some part of you knows what's in there, but you didn't necessarily see it. Maybe all you saw was a black screen that whole time. That I had a black so, screen. Who is this that says I had a black Tasha, screen? Tasha, I was muted. Tasha. I didn't realize okay. I was muted. <laughs> Okay, wonderful. So, Tasha, what did you? What was in your glove compartment? Well, nothing. I have a hard time with the visualization. Technique. Okay, so go ahead. So go ahead and close your eyes. Okay. And now you're in your car. Mm-hmm. I want you to reach over and open up the glove compartment. And there's something in there. And what is in the glove compartment that you would not normally expect to find there? Money. Money. Okay. Go ahead and open your eyes. So did you actually see the money in the glove compartment? Yeah, I did, actually. You did? I saw a folded up bill. Okay, wonderful. So so one of the things that happens is sometimes there's some pressure to be able to visualize. (laughs) And you might have just gotten stuck in the pressure of visualize and see Technicolor and all that, and you don't see it. And sometimes you just know. So first... For some people, it might be that you actually didn't see the folded up bill of money in the glove compartment. You just, I don't know, I asked you what was in the glove compartment, you said money. How did you say that? I don't know. I just know there was money in the glove compartment. That your brain is still visualizing whether or not you see the picture. So what I asked this week or what I encouraged this week for you all to do is if you are somebody who has have trouble visualizing in the past or this is new to you and you feel like I'm not actually seeing anything, take all the pressure off yourself 
And what you can do is just go ahead and imagine, you know, whatever your goal is, and we're going to get into that. Rebecca has a beautiful spot in our journal to talk about three different goals for this week. Whatever that goal is, visualize it as it's already done. And some of the things, I know for me too, like I said, I'm a really good visualizer, but there's some things that when I go to visualize, I kind of like, I almost get stuck a little. Like I want it so badly that Mm -hmm. I can accidentally trip over myself trying to visualize it. And then I do this like, um, because I'm not at all type A, you all, as you know. Then I do this like, oh, my God, I didn't visualize it perfectly. I have to start, like, my visualization all over again. And this, like every other technique that we teach you, is a very forgiving technique. So just visualize any parts of it that are fun. Same with the act as if. We really focus on the joy of it. So it's like you guys are finding, first of all, we have a lot of people finding money in their glove compartment, which is fantastic. Um, I once did this with somebody who found a snake in their glove compartment, and it was really interesting because I'm like, Stay present, Domina, and do not freak out and run off stage. Because something else, <laughs> and all of a sudden I started visualizing what they were visualizing, and I'm like, I'm out of here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so just have some fun with it and play with it, but just know that even if you're not seeing something in detail, that is still a form of visualizing. You are actually still visualizing. It is actually a form of visualizing. Um, there's I forget what they're called, that there's actual science for it, and I'll look it up and put it on, on uh, Facebook. So I know that, like I said, this has come up so many times when we talk about visualization where there's somebody who shares that this is hard for them or they don't see anything, and know that just by knowing that you're winning the Academy Award or just by knowing that there's money in the glove compartment or just by knowing that you feel full of life and full of energy, just that knowing feeling with your eyes closed, even if you're not seeing the picture, is still working and is just as effective, most importantly, just as effective. So I will pause there. And Rebecca, let me turn it over to you to talk a little bit about um, some of the key points you want to make and maybe even uh, the three goals if you want to talk a little bit about what you were thinking there for Joy Journal. Yes, and I, um, I like the way you kind of tie this in is that when I had researched this, there's so many studies, so much of what we do in Joy Journal, and we've been doing the last nine weeks, weeks maybe other people can say is woo-woo, but visualization is a science. There's lots of studies um, supporting the power and effectiveness of visualization. And as I mentioned in the video, um, POWs trained on this, um, and that in their minds they played the piano. And what just makes me think, Tasha, that maybe they had to visualize themselves not just playing any piano, but starting with the familiar, seeing themselves sitting at their own piano or the golfers you know, touching and seeing and feeling their own clubs. I think that you really have stumbled on something there, that when we're doing our visualizing, we need to start at a place, someplace that we are familiar with. Um, and then how, how I mentioned on the POWs, that when they were released, their piano playing was better. Their golf game was better, but they didn't even have a piano and they didn't even touch any clubs. How is that possible? Um, somehow it's that, that muscle memory in our body that when we are visualizing it and practicing it in our heads, it really, really converts and works in the tangible real world. Uh, another great way to use visualizing is um, when you're stuck. You know, I'm going to mention that sometimes we, 
we're not sure what it is that we want. We know we want something or we can't quite picture it. That's when I like to play the in a perfect world game. Um, so, for example, I'm getting ready to launch a new um, homeschooling program. And I, it helps me if I can say, okay, in a perfect world, this and this and this happens. And that kind of gets you out of your way. So if there's something you want but you're uncomfortable with it, maybe because it's scary or it's unfamiliar, when you are visualizing, try to visualize in a perfect world, this happens, and see yourself doing that. Uh, and mentioning the three goals, Amina, um, there are lots of different ways that we can play with that. Do you want to um, talk a little bit and find out what um, people's goals are, or do you have some low, medium, and high ideas for this week? Because for me, I've just been using the visualizing yesterday and today because I have this big program, so I had to break my goals down. You know, yes, I have the big yearly goals and I have the big dreams, but I'm kind of in the, I'm in the firing zone right now. I'm launching something in two weeks. So now I have, I have very specific goals now of what I visualize myself accomplishing this today and how good it feels or accomplishing in a perfect world this, this, and this is done this week and how great it feels. So I'm breaking mine down into three goals for the week. Is that Ooh, a way that you want to? Yeah, is that a way that you think might be a fun way for us to play? You know, taking well, I, it from the big I picture, think, but making it more immediate. Yeah. Well, so I, um, I think that that is a great way to play it, and I think also people can put three big goals down there and visualize it. Because I'm, we got some powerful folks on this call. They might be yeah. able to get their get their whole thing done in this. One, one week with the power of visualization. Yeah, it is, too. <laughs> and the idea that visualizing works for lots of different purposes. It works for visualizing and becoming comfortable with big goals. That's one of the reasons we want to think about and practice these big goals so that they become just a natural next step. Another way is the um, reason we want to practice it for little small things on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And then that third way is if you're uncomfortable, you know, play the magical outcomes in a perfect world, you know, if failure were not an option, if I had all the money in the world, this is what I would like to have happen. And I think that that really unlocks you too. That's a powerful think, technique too. Yeah. So the, the activity that I set up, the way I set up the activity for this week is the minimum is just to visualize at least once a day and um, work for, work to get at least two minutes. Up it. So two minutes one time, once a day, and then uh, the target would be to actually take two minutes three different times a day. The first, if you do this the first thing in the morning and last thing at night, um, it's very powerful. If you're only going to do it once, either first thing in the morning or last thing, choose one of those two times is a great time to do it. Visualization actually engages your subconscious mind. So that's the larger part of your brain. And your subconscious mind thinks in pictures. So when you visualize something before bed, your mind keeps working on that picture, working on solutions to mm -hmm. that all night long. So um, even if it's just visualizing, you know, Rebecca, whatever you have to accomplish tomorrow, even just visualizing, hey, when I wake up tomorrow, this email is going to be in my inbox, this letter is going to be in the mail. This is, you know, so you can just visualize for the, the the, the goals for the day, uh, the night before. And then what will happen is first thing in the morning, you'll get this idea, hey, I should call Nancy. 
account. Why am I calling Nancy? I don't know. It'll just be a thought because your brain all night long was was helping you come up with the solution. And who knew Nancy had the key to the one thing that has to get done today? And she knows the perfect person who can get that done for you or something like that. Um, okay. So, I, I want to repeat that, Amina, because I think that is so good. So one of the ways to play with visualization this week is your you're lying in bed or you're sitting up in bed, and then you visualize um, what you would like to have happen the next day. So, you know, the money coming in or the email coming in or this being done. And you kind of visualize that, and, and then you just you let your subconscious take over. Is that right, Amina? That is correct, yes. Okay. Or you'll know the title for this. You'll have a great title for this. I'm totally going to play that game every night before I go to bed. And in, the, in a light way, not where I'm churning about it, but subconscious, can you please work on this while I get a really deep and great, you know, <laughs> sleep tonight sleep? Exactly. Can you please be working on this tonight? Or can you bring me in, the, in tomorrow when I wake up, can you bring me this call, this email, this check? You know, can you be working on that while I get a good night's sleep? I think that would be really fun. And that is that is a perfect way. So once a day, it, it, the more that you visualize, the more that you engage this power, the more powerful it is. So the second option is to do it three times a day. Again, we're talking about two minutes um, to do this. Usually, you know, usually it doesn't take more than two to five. Even if somebody visualizes five minutes a day, that's usually a lot. So two minutes is quite a bit to visualize. You can walk yourself through some really cool scenarios. And then now how, how is the yeah how is the morning visualization different than the evening visualization? It isn't. It's you're visualizing the same thing when you're doing your visualization. So if you are doing a visualization where you're doing a goal for the day, like the example you're using, so, so there's two different options. One is just visualizing a big goal as done. In that case, the more you visualize it, the more power you give to it. So you can be visual. You can show. The way I like to think of a visualization is a short movie. I'm watching a movie. You know how we used to do uh, the videos, family videos, and then we watch those, oh, this was such a great moment. This is when I'm graduating from college, or this is oh, some, yeah. our wedding or something. And you watch, you watch the video. That's all you're doing is you're watching a video of something that is yet to happen. But it's just like sitting there in your mind. And watching everything that oh, and then my phone rang, and then this happened, and then that, and then I walked outside, and there was a brand new red convertible with a big bow on it. You know, it doesn't take very long, but you're watching it as if you're watching a, a, a video to do it. Now, if you're doing Rebecca, what you're talking about, which is visualizing stuff getting done for the days, like as you have this big launch and you want to see these things go smoothly, in the morning you can visualize your day coming up ahead of you, and at night you can visualize for the next day. Because then you'll be visualizing for a day two times, once at night and then again the next morning. Okay, I like that too. And I'm just picturing kind of a bonus way of playing with this too, is that for me, when I get tense about something, um, one of the ways I get out of that tension is I play the, okay, in a perfect world, this is what happens. And then mm -hmm. I just kind of visualize that. So now when I have this big goal and I really am in kind of get it done mode, whenever I start feeling tense or afraid or tight, I, of course I call it magical outcomes from that book, The Magic, by the same person who created The, the Secret. The I secret. Go, oh, yeah, I go, okay, magical outcomes. You know, Tammy gets me her graphics on time and they're fabulous. 
magical outcomes. The landing page goes up on time, and it's really, really good. So, so that's a good way of playing it, too, that when you feel fearful or tense, you know, play the magical outcomes game, because I find that that is a really a light approach to it, too, and it works. I think so, too. And then um, one of the things I want to throw out here, this is not something I, I debated. I went back and forth about making this a practice for this or suggesting this as a practice for this week. But I will throw this out here. If you don't have a vision board and there is one specific goal you're working on, maybe it's a health goal or it's a money goal or whatever kind of goal it is, even taking the time to put two or three pictures together, if you want to take the time to create a beautiful huge vision board, great, fantastic, wonderful. But there's even at my desk at home, I have just a few pictures up which represent to me my largest goal. So the way that this works too in the visualization world is you want to choose a picture that says that your heart strength. So it may um, not be the perfect picture for what your outcome is, but it is the perfect picture that gets you into the feeling of what your outcome is. And I just want to share a quick story with this. I created a, a vision um, scrapbook-looking thing. It was like a – Rebecca, do you remember the old photo albums where you peel the page back and you put your pictures in? And then you <laughs> I do. I love those. Yeah. I, I found one of those, and I was peeling stuff, and I found all these different pictures. So I made a vision – photo album, for lack of a better word, and I went through it. This was, you know, one of those things where I looked at it um, every day for a few weeks and then just fell out of the practice, like happens quite often. And I had an opportunity to do um, a training class, and as I was doing the, the training class, I got to do a training class at the White House. And as I was walking in the day before the training class, they wanted to show me which room I would be training in. And so they took me for a tour, and they showed me which room I would be in. And I, 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 it was one of those things where I was kind of standing in a doorway, and so I looked to the right, and I thought that the room I was going to be in was to the right, but in reality it was to the left. And then the woman said, no, 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 you're going to be in this room. And she kind of like, you know, took my shoulders gently and, and turned my body in the other direction. And I was standing in the exact same spot that a picture must have been taken from that was on my vision board in a room in the White House where I wrote that I would be going. And this is 10 years later. And at the time when I had cut that picture out and put the vision board, I wanted to be going and um, doing youth programs. Well, I wanted to go meet with the president who at the time, I believe, was actually President Bush about youth programs. And here I was many years later doing a training class about something completely different, but in the exact same room that was on my vision board. So this yeah. power of the picture, the power of visualization, yeah. this stuff really works. So this week, it really, as you can see from Rebecca and I, the way we're talking, you can visualize the big stuff. You can visualize the day. You can use perfect world. What we really want you to do is really tap into this amazing tool you have for visualization. It could be visualizing yourself doing a yoga move and going a lot further than you've ever gone before. It could be visualizing yourself at a specific weight and, you know, seeing yourself playing with your dog or playing with your kids at a high energy level. It could be visualizing yourself in a mink coat, driving a convertible, you know, down easy street. Whatever it is that you're looking for your goals, or it could be visualizing you getting that email that you've been waiting for for the past two weeks, and it comes in that 
signals the green light for your project to move forward today. It doesn't matter how you play this, but the goal is to visualize at least daily and to visualize multiple times per day. And I would spend just a few minutes, and that's part of the outrageous for this week, spending just a few minutes doing an internet image search for some different images that represent just even getting one mm-hmm. image is very powerful for the visualization. I, I know from, and, and I'm speaking obviously for me personally, the idea of a vision board is sometimes a little overwhelming. I'm, I don't have that artsy crafty side to go to, and I'm not a big like flip through magazines. Flip. That's just not who I am, and I know a lot of people are. So if that sounds like fun to you, go for it. But even if, if, if that doesn't sound like fun to you, even just taking one or two pictures that represent what it is that you want. I know we've got retirement as goals. We've got health as goals. Seeing someone running at the, on the beach, you know, seeing somebody laying in their hammock in the middle of the day. Any of these pictures, as long as they get that emotional tug in you, will be just as powerful. Mm-hmm. Vision boards work. They're magical. And I think that one of the reasons they work so well is that they take a couple hours for you to complete. And during that whole time, you're focused on what you want, not on what you don't want. And you have a very strong positive emotion to it. Because look at that, you're looking for just the right picture of the body you want, of you on that vacation, of your dream car, of your dream house. So there's a lot of positive energy and visualizing going into creating a dream board. I once knew a man who moved into his dream house, and when he was unpacking, he found a vision board from years ago that had the exact photo of the house he had moved into, and he hadn't even realized it. It it just, it really works. I love that, too. And people are commenting you can make a vision board on Pinterest. That could be really fun to do, too. Oh, on Pinterest. I was wondering, because I'd heard there was a, a website, too, for vision boards. I really want to make a vision board, but I don't have magazines lying around anymore. That used to be such an easy way of, you know, grabbing the magazine pile and getting, you know, scissors and a glue stick and buying a whiteboard. But I, I think nowadays we have to find a different way of doing it. So if it's on <laughs> Pinterest, maybe that would help. Yeah, that, that might be a fun way to do it. You know, another um, uh, option, too, for people is last December, at the end of the year, I wrote a letter to myself because I'm so auditory. And I wrote, Dear Becky, you just had the best year. And I wrote, you know, and as if it's, it already happened, you know, 2017 was the best year. You finally started studying German and you're making really great progress. You're in fantastic shape and you're just so happy with it. And that whole letter has stayed with me. It's been seven months now, and it's becoming a reality. So if you want to write a letter to yourself too, as if, as if it's in past tense, it's almost like that act as if, you act as if you, the, the next year has already happened, and you're writing a letter to yourself in the past, telling them all the great things that are about to happen and how good it really feels. That is a really fun, easy activity too. I love that. I did that. Um, I do an end-of-the-year letter in all of my holiday cards, and I think it was in 2016 I did a letter as if it was the end of the year and talked about all the great things that were going to happen in this following year. Yeah. That's a great yeah. way to do it. It's and great... it really works, doesn't it? Because you give a lot of thought as to this is what my perfect year looks like. This is what my perfect life looks like. And just getting that clarity puts you on that path. 
I love it. So I would love to hear um, what people are going to be. I'd love to hear what goals people are going to be playing with this week yeah. and what people will be visualizing. Rebecca, so are, are all three of yours, are you, so tell me again how you're going to do it. Are you going to choose three goals per day for your project or do you have three goals for this week? I think you said well, week, right? For, for me, I'm doing it for the week. So I, and that really helped me get out of overwhelm because I have one week to get everything done. So I just, I decided, I got clarity about what my priorities are. Okay, goal number one. And then I saw myself that as already being done and achieving it. And then I had goal number two, goal number three. So for my own self, I brought it down into the small goals, the weekly goals. But I think that you're right, Amina. Let's open it up and hear what people what their goals are and how they want to visualize because there are so many right ways to visualize. Are they going to do a vision board? Are they going to um, do the the morning and evening visualization, which I'm going to start doing now, Amina? Are they going to do the magical outcomes when they get tense? Are they going to, you know, spend, you know, what was it, two minutes a day, three times a day visualizing that? I have a little letter I've written out that I read to myself um, first thing every morning. So I'd love to hear, how are people going to play with that this week? And you can also comment in chat, and um, I will read it out loud. Oh, that'd be good, too. Uh, this is Dre, and I was going to add um, what I'm working on this week. Go for um, it. I, so I've been, I kind of mentioned in the last call, I've been working on, like, my definition of what is like inner and outer beauty and um, with act as if I actually kind of started a vision board because it was like taking a few steps back to break things down. So I haven't put it all together yet, but I've been clipping things out of magazines. So this is just some more incentive to really hone in on what that vision is. So I plan to do the vision board portion, um, but also as I was listening to the call, I was thinking like, how do I, because I love like visual or guided meditation. It really does help mm -hmm. me visualize. And so Amina just did her little guided meditation in the car. And then I was like, well, how am I going to do that for what I, what I want for my goal? And I think the, in the perfect world, you know, just helps to set that tone or the magical outcomes. So um, yeah, I think I, I'm going to try to set time aside for visualization of that. Um, but also I have another goal and it's more long-term, but I feel like this week just helps to, uh, speed up that process of making it, we are getting what we're, we're looking for. And, um, I'm in the process of planning a bachelorette party, um, which mm -hmm. has been over the past like four or five months and it's seven ladies and it's, you know, it can be kind of hectic. It's going pretty well. But I just want it to be this weekend where we can live in the moment and not just like, oh, we have to rush off to this thing. And, oh, but there's this next thing and that I have to be the planner of the weekend. I want it to feel like we're all enjoying it. And so I have been thinking about for a while, like, I just need to sit down and visualize this as if it's the best weekend it could be mm -hmm. and that we're loving every moment. So I'm super excited to kind of paint that picture and take the time to do that. I love that. Yeah. That sounds like fun. that sounds like a fun way to play too. Bachelorette yeah. party. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's adding an element of fun to something that I found or could find sometimes stressful. It's just like bringing me back to like this could be awesome. Like this can be yeah. fun. This is not something to just get done. 
this can be a great time for everyone. And it adds that like magic back in and the kind of like dreaming yeah. of what, what you want. Cause think about it, Drea, you're at the crossroads. You can either nose to the grindstone, be really miserable in all the planning. I'm so busy. I'm so miserable. I'm so stressed. Or you can decide mm-hmm. right now that no, the whole, the creating of it's going to be joyful and then the doing of it. And we're just going to have a great time from beginning to end. You've just predetermined mm-hmm. what a wonderful experience it's going to be. Yeah, oh, I'm excited. Um, you know what? This reminds me. I did a, 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 I created my own guided imagery. There's a woman named Ann Webb who created a program where you can actually create your own guided imagery visualization, and she walks you through it. Like she helps you write the script and the whole. Thing. So that might be, Dre, if you want to play with this or anybody else who really wants to take this to the next level. And the, and the research she did, and especially, I know, Rebecca, you talked about too, being auditory. The research she did is when you take yourself through a visualization or a guided imagery and it's your own voice saying it, mm-hmm. your mind believes it more so. Your mind believes your voice. Out of all the voices you hear, your voice believes the most. So... Um, I, 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 was think, I was thinking that, that too, up. Amina. She can record it. There's that microphone function on the exactly. smartphones. So she yeah. can record the visualization, and then she can relax and just listen to it. And that way, because when you're, when you're planning out your visualization, you're in two places at the same time. You're in the now, and you're in the what's coming next. But if she can just listen to her own visualization, then she'll only be in now mode. She won't be That's kind of split or divided, and I think it will be more powerful that way. I think that would be that really is, fun. I might join you, Drea. Yeah, I think so, yeah, too. That's so, that's so cool. That's how my mind was thinking. I was like, how can I guide myself? And, yeah, I like, I like being guided so I can kind of just let my mind wander as mm-hmm. opposed to trying to guide myself and see it. So that's really cool. What was the name of uh, that person again? Her name is Ann Webb. And I will, I'll look, I'll look the information up and send it to you. It was a good process because she takes you through all these different areas of your life. And um, I, if I remember correctly, there was like you download a, a, a system that like walks you through it. So yes, would I'll you get post that, that on the Facebook? Post it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah post that on Facebook group because I'm interested in that too. I think that sounds like a great idea. I will definitely do that. Thank Thanks you, Jen. Thank you. Who else wants to share? All right, let's see. We've got a couple here in chat. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so Leslie is going to play with visualizing three times a day. Um, I love this. So her first goal is a fun birthday surprise. Oh wait, you already have one. Okay. She, she. I guess that's the intention for a fun birthday surprise, and already had that. Something happened after she said that. An old friend of hers <laughs> taking her out to lunch. <laughs> Way to go, Leslie. That was pretty fast. <laughs> that was fast. Okay, second is getting her lawn her lawn mowed because her, her mower is broken and the grass is getting um, messy. And third is unexpected money. I love that, Leslie. Oh, yeah. And Leslie, Leslie, make it a lot. Make it kind of a, a higher amount of unexpected money um, when you're doing that. So I love that. She's already started visualizing. Okay, Karen is going to be visualizing eating healthier, buying veggies and fruits, and finding fun recipes, spending more time with – that's her first one – 
Second one is spending more time with our horses. And third is visualizing yourself riding your horses. I love that, Karen. That one's mm-hmm. that one. Karen is saying that's a longer-term goal, but Karen, I am holding the image of, hey, could be this week. You never know. So riding, riding your horses as soon yeah. as is physically possible. I love that. In fact, um, would, you post, would you post a photo of your horse on the Facebook group so that we can visualize you on the horse? And actually, you do, you, and a picture of you um, on the horse before. Mm-hmm. You have pictures of her writing from before. So we'll yeah, that would that be really great. So, yeah, why don't we do a little group visualizing? Because I know that's a really important goal for you, and I would love to see that for you, too. I love that. And Zanya actually has to run, but she um, put a couple of good tips on here that Mike Julie suggests visualizing a few times a day for a few minutes. Um, so she's going to be visualizing a loving relationship and a successful, an even more successful blog. And she's she's already winning awards for it. So it's, that's right. She's she's just <laughs> cleaning up on the award idea. Andrea, you're getting a lot of um, love here in chat. FYI, over here, people during your share. Mm, oh, and you. everyone's holding the intention of um, Karen on her horse. I love this. That'll be fun. We can join our energy in other people's visualizations. And please do post in Facebook. I know that Rebecca and I go in there um, pretty much daily and read the stuff you have on there. So please oh, do I love post. It. And we will all hold the intent, just the intention of just setting the intention of everyone's visualization coming through is good enough, even if you don't get to read every single post. Just being, taking a moment to really hold that intention for every person in our group who's visualizing and we'll all send our combined energy and love to each of our yeah. visualizations. Let's do it. That, that what we are each visualizing comes true. I love it. Beautifully and in the way that we really want it to. I love that. Well, Miss Rebecca, we are already at the top of the hour. Do you have any last visualization fun thought you want to leave us with? No, I really liked it. I just wanted to comment that I've still been playing the, the universe is throwing money at me. I put coins around in random places for me to discover. And I go, oh, there's a quarter. There's a nickel. I left it there perfectly. But I keep picking it up and going, oh, the universe is just throwing money at me. And it makes me bust me up. And it's working. <laughs> so I like I that love too. I love that people are still playing. So, you know, I think I think a lot of us are continuing acting act as if just because it, it's yeah. been so fun. I don't I don't want to I don't want to lose that. And I actually have been continuing the yes game. When was that? Yeah. Like week four or something. So, yeah. So I think that there's everyone has their favorite that they're continuing, and that might be a good um, Rebecca. That might be a great question to post on Facebook. I, I was I, just thinking that. <laughs> I would love to hear. Yes. What are people still playing with? What are they still using in their lives? Because we introduce one idea at a time to play with but sometimes we land on one we go oh my gosh this is just working or it's a different tool for different situations but now you know by the time you're done with this course you're going to have 12 you'll have practiced 12 different ways of finding more joy in your life of noticing the joy that's all around you because that's really the whole point of this isn't it Amina that we're just playing with these ideas every week Everything you need is already there. The joy is already there for you. We're just practicing seeing it and experiencing it and enjoying it. I love it. I love it. So we will end with that. 
Everyone, please go out and visualize. Again, it is using your subconscious mind. It is a hugely powerful tool in terms of stuff. And I think both Rebecca and I will probably be posting this week on some of the different science behind visualization. As a reminder, you cannot do it wrong. So get in there and play, see what comes up. And even if you feel like nothing's happening, you are yeah. probably making a very large, powerful impact. So visualize yeah, don't keep, what you don't want keep score. Done. Yeah, don't keep score. Just visualize it and put it out there and let it go. And I then celebrate it. it as things come in. Love it. All right, you all have a wonderful week, and then we will talk to everybody next Monday and see you all on Facebook. Thank you, everyone. Talk to you on Facebook and talk to you next week. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.